0: The following podcast is brought to you by Astro Panda Productions. For more information or to find other great shows, visit astropandaproductions.com or visit the Astro Panda Productions page on blogtalkradio.com.
1: live season two episode one for the week of august 8th 2018 i'm jeremy Vilmer, and joining us today is paul vieira
0: what's happening paul what's up fellas good to be back yeah this year uh, sultry
1: voices you you you've been gone a little while
0: <laughs> just a little
1: bit uh and also joining us from the podcast joe on joe joe Slepsky. what's happening joe hey fellas glad to be back in the saddle yeah, it's nice to be back. I was getting ready to shutter this show for a little while, and then Paul said he was coming back, so I was like, all right, fuck it, we'll just start doing this again. <laughs> and I will bleep myself there, but <laughs> but I am glad we are here, I am glad we are back, and I am glad we... this format is existing again, because I was getting sick of trying to get interviews with people I found interesting, because I'm running out of them. I'm running out of them fast, guys. <sighs> God, I just <laughs> you find you find no one
2: interesting anymore. No, I
1: really don't. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm in the depths of a depression over here. I find nothing interesting. I, oh, uh, you know, gosh. yeah. You need to come you come visit. You need a hug. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's maybe that's all I need is a hug. Maybe that's, that's all I need. Throat so, hug trip. Yeah. Uh, so, Paul, you have been awol,
0: <laughs> from... not awol <laughs> from, from the show.
1: Man. Maybe from the show for about, oh, seven or eight months now. Um, so I can't remember the exact format, but if I remember correctly, we start off with things we are geeking out about. Do you want to start off this week?
0: Um, yeah, sure. Um, I'm geeking out. I just got uh, in the mail a couple of days ago. Um, so you guys know I collect uh, Sideshow collectible toys, statues, and hot toys. Then I got my new premium format figure, Wolverine, statue freaking sweet all in my man cave. I'll have to text you guys a picture of it. But that came in the mail so I've been just staring at it how sweet it is. That's and pretty my, cool. Yeah, my expense very expensive habit, but well,
1: you know, you could have worse expensive habits like cocaine.
0: <laughs> that kind like cocaine. Okay. Yeah. That's that's nice. that's when I retire.
1: Yeah, well yeah. So know. My, my question <laughs> is which version of Wolverine is it?
0: Oh uh, it's uh, it's the blue and blue and yellow. Wolverine. So it's kinda of like the Jim Lee I was going to say, uh, you need you need to give a little more detail on that. We're yeah. we
2: talking like Dave Cochran blue and yellow. Uh,
0: are we talking about
2: Johnny Romita blue and yellow. We're we talking about Jim Lee blue and yellow. Come on, specifics, it's, baby.
0: It's like a little mix of uh, like John Cassidy and Jim Lee. They kind of changed up the. They designed their own costumes, but it looks true to the comic, but they're with their own little twist on it.
1: Oh, very cool. All right, Jill, how about you? What are you geeking out about this week?
0: Whoa, this week.
2: Um... I'm geeking out about. I don't know. I have been uh, running ragged. Uh, and I've been, oh, I know what it is. I've been playing Shadow of Mordor, finally. Oh, wow. nice. Yeah, that's what it Just is. I've been like, sweet game. Yeah, it really is. It is very grindy, though. Like, I loved Shadow of War, or the the first one. This is the second one. So I guess Shadow of M- War is the. Whatever the sequel is, that's the one I've been playing. <laughs> Yeah, and it is super grindy. Like there is, they did not meet an orc that they couldn't clone and re-clone, and reclone and reclone and reclone a million times. But it's still entertaining and fun.
0: Yeah, it looks pretty sweet. I like
1: watching my son play it. Sounds yeah, kind of, sounds kind of racist though.
2: Well, orcs <laughs> looking alike and whatnot. Wow, well, listen, I, they're all employed. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs>
1: That's what we call a joke grenade, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clear the room. Yeah. Well, me, I just got the, I don't know who's making them, uh, but they look like the old Mego toys. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got the Mirror Universe Spock and Kirk set the other day. And, nice. um, and I'm trying to find the appropriate place to display it, and I haven't gotten there yet. Uh, in your bedroom. Oh, uh, this will go here in the studio. <laughs> Here in Geekish Cast Studios, I just got to. I may have to put up a separate shelf because I've front got of a mirror. Oh, that's a good idea. And every time
2: you look in the mirror, you'll Come be thinking you'll you'll think to yourself, "Am I looking at myself, or am I looking at the mirror universe version of
1: myself?" Oh, in no, the mirror universe, in the mirror universe, are ninety percent of people left-handed? I would all assume. Didn't they say it. isn't like their heart on the other side? Oh, I think they did say something like that, and they're all sensitive to light now, too.
2: Yeah, I think there is something to that. Like, their heart's on the other side, and then, yeah, if they were right, they'd be lefty. If they were lefty, they'd be right. Yeah. I love mirror universe
1: stuff. I really do. Great. Yeah, I I just love it. Um, Last time I had James Kerwin on, who was a director and also an astrophysicist who directed some of Star Trek Continues. He disavowed me or disillusioned me of my beliefs in parallel universes, though. What? Yeah, he he gave me the whole rundown on. There's only like a four percent likelihood that there would be that much energy in the universe because literally every decision, every wind change, everything would create another infinite branch of universes, and there just wouldn't be enough out there to keep them alive and separate from each other.
0: That's a buzzkill. Yep,
1: but he is uh he is a. Uh, you know like near what was it he was an astrophysicist and a theater major <laughs> you know? and and a buzzkill and just oh, yeah. a random, like come on dude i would like to have parties yeah believe yeah you, what and kind of par- star trek fan doesn't believe in parallel universes <laughs> the,
2: worst guy, the one who only loves the one who only loves enterprise
1: yeah which i have always said was in a parallel universe but perhaps that's well, for another it, time it was all, it was all in a holodeck um, we don't know that all of it was, but we do know that what we were watching was. Right. Yeah. All right. No, it's,
2: it's the kind of Star, Star Trek, Trek
1: fan, it's the kind of Star Trek
2: fan that only loves Star Trek into darkness. That's what it is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's just, the best movie. If, if you cut out the beginning. And the middle, and
1: the end. Yeah. There are things about the middle I like, because it's basically just the Wrath of Khan, which is the greatest Star Trek movie of all time.
2: Alice, yes. Alice, Alice, Eve's not terrible either.
1: Oh, uh, you know that you, I, yeah, I, I have to give you that. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that reaction says it all.
1: Yeah, I, I got to give you that. Even as contrived as that scene was, and people were like complaining about it online, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm like, no, it's, it fits, it's good. It, it, it developed her character quite a bit, is what it did.
2: <laughs> we saw her character choices of what kind of underwear she chose to wear that day.
1: Exactly. It did lead to the question, was that Federation standard underwear or private underwear, though? Which I'm still researching. Oh, private, because she wasn't, wasn't she just the scientific daughter of the General? She wasn't in Federation, right? Well, she was part of Starfleet, though. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was she? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. I mean, she had the uniform and the whole bit, remember? But, see, now we're getting into the difference <laughs> I'm between... so
0: confused right now. <laughs> but
1: now we're getting into where there's a difference between actual carol marcus and that carol marcus though right yeah um all right guys i think we've dicked around <laughs> enough <Nerd>. let's, get...
0: <laughs> <Nerd>.
1: <laughs> let's get down to business and talk about the big news stories of the week paul do you, you want, want to start us it? with number
0: one uh yeah a little uh breaking news uh at the uh ruby rose is going to be the new cw's batwoman uh i could not think of possibly a better uh, you know actor to play Batwoman. like as soon as they said it i was just like yeah that's that's absolutely perfect like i think she's gonna nail that role Uh, i haven't been watching a lot of the cw shows lately but uh, i'm probably gonna check this one out because i think batwoman's like an awesome character in like the bat universe so um, i think it's just it's a great casting choice and it's Look forward to checking out this this new show when it
1: comes out. Well, they're they're going to start with a crossover episode, right?
0: Oh yes, crossover episode, and then uh, if the pilot's picked up, then they can.
2: So are they are they setting it in the CW universe, the Arrowverse, or are they setting it in the Gothamverse? I don't believe they've
0: Uh, said. It should be an Arrowverse, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, but that gets messy, too, because Supergirl is part of Arrowverse, even though she's in a separate universe. Yeah. Yeah, so. well, well. technically, you can't say, well, because she's in a separate, here we go again. Yeah, yeah, because,
2: yeah. Because she's in a separate universe, she's technically not a part of the Arrowverse. However, her universe has crossed over with the Arrowverse, which also means that they could cross over mm-hmm. with the Gotham universe. Or any other version Or any
1: other version or thereof. Any other version, any right, other version right. Right. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly i have always said that the flash and this was before Adam West passed away, but I wanted the flash to jump dimensions and see uh, visit an aging retired crime fighter from Gotham named you know Bruce Wayne and have it be played by Adam West that would have been kind of
1: cool yeah yeah that would that would have been kind of cool um, awesome. they they are saying that there are no plans to introduce Batman right away regardless yes. of this
0: i i'm I'm totally okay with that like I think. When Batman starts showing up in these shows, it's kind of like... It just overshadows... Well, and then we know it's like over.
1: Characters. Yeah. Um, where was I headed? I just had a thought on that. In your regular comic books, in the DC Universe, Batman... Well, before now, Batman didn't ever always show up, and now he does. Because he's the frickin' Wolverine of DC now, or something. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But yeah, this was a good casting choice. Um... I'm a little a little confused about uh, Ruby Rose and how to properly address or um, pronoun her, but I'm getting just her. Apparently, she will be easy to watch on TV. I can tell you that much.
0: Most definitely. Yeah. Um, she is. Yeah. She's
1: a beautiful. Woman for yeah. Sure. Yeah. Or or however she identifies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm kind of excited to see this. Um, They've been doing a better job, the uh, Bertolani, or what's the guy's name, Berlani. Berlani. Uh, they're even updating Flash's costume this season to be more comic book accurate, even though the first mm-hmm. shots of it look like shit.
2: But No, oh, no, I take, no, I disagree. The,
1: or maybe I only saw an artist rendering, but the one I saw, the Flash costume, looks amazing. Well, the picture I saw, it looked like somebody caught him while he was walking out of a bathroom or something and not like, you know, not standing with his back straight yeah. and, you know, It just, it wasn't a great picture, but I think the costume's going to work out well, and I'm hoping
2: that... I haven't seen that picture yet. Let me me see if I can find that.
1: Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's not the most horrible thing, but it's definitely not a great picture. But I'm hoping that means that we can expect a pretty awesome and straightforward uh, Batwoman costume and look. And I think we've kind of come to expect that from
0: uh, Berlani and Co., yeah, I think it's I mean it's pretty standard basic costume. Like hopefully she'll rock the wig. That'd be cool. Yeah.
1: That would work. Anybody else got anything to add about Batwoman before we move on? No. Not me. Look, we're rusty.
2: we're rusty. No. It's okay. We I can think, Yeah, no, I think, you know, I think Batwoman's a great it's a it's a great way to get the bat bat characters on T V. Yeah. And also, you know, 'cause you're right, as soon as Batman shows up you just got a whole raft of expectations. Yeah. So yeah, it's great. Yep. Yeah, She's an
0: interesting enough character on her own.
1: Really is. Yep. And you don't need Batman for her to be a good character. That's that's kind of the thing there too. No. So story number two, Joe, you want to tell us what that is?
2: Well, I do. What do we got here? <laughs> oh, John Favreau's got a hundred million dollars to make some Star Wars TV shows. That's exciting. <laughs>
1: I'm super excited.
2: Yeah. So it's for uh, now he's, he's he's currently executive producing the live action Star Wars series for Lucasfilm and, and Disney's direct to consumer streaming service. Uh, New York Times has revealed that the first 10 episode season will have a combined budget of 100 million, about 10 million a piece. Previously, uh, Star Trek Discovery, which is on uh, CBS's All Access, they come in at about eight to eight and a half million per episode. So they're definitely dropping more money on each of the Star Wars, and it makes sense because it's Star Wars. So you know the money's there. It's going to make the money back, so you might as well look, make it look as good as possible.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. with Star Trek, you can always stick everybody on a ship for a full episode so you can spread money out differently. Star Wars if you're not exploring different locations doesn't feel like mm-hmm. Star Wars.
2: Yeah. Isn't like isn't isn't Star Trek wasn't Star Trek the origin of
1: the term bottle episode doesn't that come from Star Trek? As I understand it that's where it comes from. I yeah. I could be wrong but that's the way I understand the term to have uh, developed.
2: Yeah. I mean listen uh, Star Wars needs to look like Star Wars. I yep. think we 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 all experienced that during Solo. Uh, where they just didn't have enough time to make it look yeah. like a Star Wars movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's no depth of field. You're right. Yeah. And so I think that's what's going to be important
1: on the TV show. Every 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 scene and shot, we'll just put uh, smoke machines five feet <laughs> behind them. And it'll it'll be cool. It's cool. We got this.
0: They did the best they could. Yeah. Everybody go tell Ron
1: Howard he's great. They totally did the best
2: they could. Oh yeah. yeah. Not to not to go too far down that well. I wish they gave him six more months. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, so I hope the team I hope they they take that into effect and how whatever kind of story they tell it just feels like it's set in the universe.
1: Yeah, I understand it's going to be all new characters and set shortly or within a decade or so of the Battle of Endor.
0: Yeah. Oh, post Jedi. Yeah. Yes, Jedi.
2: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah.
0: So I'm all about that. Yeah. And I I mean John Favreau, I yeah, pretty much like everything he's ever made, really. So, I trust him. Yeah, he's
2: he's pretty talented, dude.
0: Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah, he's
1: all right. I mean, Swingers was okay, I guess.
2: <laughs> Iron, You know, Iron Man.
0: Iron Man, no big deal.
2: Yeah. Pretty much the, the basis for the Marvel Universe, sure. Jumanji was even, or no, he did Jungle Boy. No, no, uh, he did the Zathura, the space one. He did the sequel to Jumanji. The, the one is? that was set. Yeah, that was a Favreau I don't even movie. think I, even, I, I don't think, think I've ever good. seen that. It's good. I saw it relatively recently because I was like, oh, it's a Favreau movie. Let me check it out. Yeah, it's not it's not terrible.
0: I mean, and he was fantastic at PCU. I mean, that's not. <laughs> <weird>. <laughs> don't, don't be that guy that wears the shirt to the concert. <laughs> oh,
1: man. Yeah, so streaming services. I do I do have to voice some of my concern real quick. You remember when we were all spending a hundred and fifty dollars a month on cable channels we didn't watch anything on? <laughs> yeah. And then streaming became a thing, and we're like, "Oh, yeah. thank God, I can quit cable and just you know." Now spend at fifteen, now
2: it's going to be two hundred dollars on streaming. Yeah. And I'm, <laughs> I'm it just be... Is anyone right. signing up? Is anyone signing up for the DC service?
0: I'm, I I might just do a little, like you know month sampler and see if I like it or not. Because I'm not exactly what. You get with it. You get uh, you yeah. get access to comic
1: books, like a whole yeah. library was worth of comic books. You'll get what Joe when they launch is Teen Titans going to be on it?
2: I believe so. I think Titans is a flagship show that's launching with it, and yeah. you're getting you're getting access. This is where I'm torn. The only reason I'm torn on it is you're getting access to literally every single DC movie they've ever made and TV show, including mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. All that stuff is amazing, except mm-hmm. I've already built a catalog of that. I have all yeah,
0: that stuff. <laughs> I pretty much have that stuff.
2: Yeah. So like, And I'm even even knowing that they're doing this. I'm even, I've i even already pre-purchased my Batman the Animated Series Blu-ray digital copies, even though I know I could get it on the streaming service as soon as they yeah. remaster it and put it out. Yeah. So that's the only thing that I'm like, well, ah, well what would I really watch besides Titans then? And that Titans trailer –
0: I, Mis- I don't, just misinformed, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I don't know if that's enough to make me I was Listen, very confused after watching that trailer. First,
2: I was confused that they forgot <laughs> to pay their electric bill. <laughs> secondly, secondly, and it was not my joke at all. I saw it on Twitter and I think it was a comic creator that said it on Twitter. Great. Now who does Robin wanna marry and kill?
1: <laughs> you, know, you know what? Hold on. I, I I have to say, I have to say while I didn't like him dropping that line because it just felt grossly out of place. Yeah. If I remember the original Teen Titans run, you know the the Wolfman Perez run, he was kind of in a fuck Batman place.
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm I'm okay with the sentiment. Yeah. I just I I was taken aback
0: when I like, I literally a, was like, yeah, whoa,
2: <laughs> taken aback, and then also. You, that's the trailer you release literally the week that your your cartoon animated movie is dropping for a bunch of little kids so there was at, at the comic shop there was all kinds of confusion about it of us saying did you see the titans and then there'd be a little kid in the corner go
1: yeah we saw it last week
2: <laughs> and it was like oh they don't they gotta they gotta talk to each yeah, other bro. over at warner brothers
1: mm-hmm.
2: like that's a, it was a, it was just the
1: wrong week to drop that trailer Yeah, I could see some market confusion there, but I guess that's why it's called Teen Titans Go. So that way you know it's a clear and distinct difference. Very clear and distinct. Yeah. Well, at least, at least they don't treat us like the bunch of idiots they used to treat us like when Star Trek had multiple series out. They're like, everybody has to wear a different uniform because we don't want people watching show B to confuse it with show A. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, because Star Trek fans aren't known for their attention to detail. detail. Yeah,
2: the, right. The in, yeah, it's true.
1: The inside
2: dope is that the Stargirl series is going to be amazing. That the Titans one is going to be a little dark and may not be everyone's taste. But the Stargirl show is going to be awesome. Uh, I hope that the, the Doom Patrol spinoff show is also really well done. But I've heard the Stargirl, at least, like, the pilot script and everything is just amazing.
1: Now, see, I didn't uh, even know they were working on Stargirl. Yeah. Yep. So I missed that completely. Yeah, Doom I, Patrol is the one that I am strangely hopeful about. Because, like, that that could be something that they could really hang their hat on. You know what I mean? They,
2: yeah, I mean, it, Doom Patrol was mm-hmm. kind of like their X Men anyway, so yeah. they could really do that on TV. And they're doing the Grant Morrison stuff, the weird stuff. Yeah, so I yeah, mean, I can... all, really, all Doom Patrol was weird, but the Grant Morrison stuff was super weird. Yeah, especially. Yeah,
0: but I just read today they cast um, some. I can't. I don't know. Can't remember his name, but some kid to play uh, cyborg for the Doom Patrol. Oh yeah.
2: Oh, oh, interesting well i mean they're they're tied together from beast boy so there's definitely a connection and they're spinning off that show so maybe they're they're back ending cyborg into it or something i don't know yeah i, mean, I don't know it's was was kind of Cyber, weird i was, but... yeah yeah well cyborg you know he was supposed to have his own team his movie and then we all saw justice league and they were yeah. like oh. which also by the way everyone i want everyone to remember and keep keep that in mind as we ramp up to the uh upcoming venom movie uh, and you're seeing today I saw articles that they're gonna do a a, a jackpot spin-off movie and what? they're they're gonna do, you know, silver and sable, sable and black yeah. yeah. Everyone hold your water until Venom drops. They they say this stuff to get people excited, and yes, if Venom opens like Deadpool, maybe they'll do them. 'em. We're hmm. never gonna see a jackpot movie. No. They, never. they didn't I learn
1: that. These. That they didn't learn that from favorite. the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. We're going to spin off. We're going to have the Sinister right. Six and all the Ven- all the villains get their own movie. They didn't figure this out yet.
2: Exactly. They tease it. They tease it. And then if that movie just for some reason lights the world on fire, then, yeah, maybe there's a good chance we'll see it. But, no, we're never going to see a Jackpot movie.
0: Am I fire? the only one that thinks Venom looks terrible? Oh, it looks terrible. Okay, thank you. Because yeah. all my friends, like, not kind of like normal people, I guess. I don't know. How to describe him, but they're like, "Oh man, that Venom movie looks really good," and I'm like, oh, "What are you talking about? It looks freaking terrible! Like, am I just a, a nerd snob now?"
2: But, no, like, did they it, just come it, out of watching a, a replay uh, of Ghostwriter? Uh, maybe like they compared just, to Ghost. Yeah, Rider. They, they walked out of Ghostwriter and like, "Man, that Venom boy, <laughs> it,
1: um, it, looks
2: that, just it looks bad. Well, it looks bad, but it also looks like late '90s, early 2000s comic book."
1: Cal. yeah that's, maybe that's, maybe yeah. maybe they'll fix it in post yeah
2: did you yeah, see the pick someone put uh googly eyes on the. yes <laughs> that's <laughs> absolutely brilliant <laughs> yeah so i funny. love that so funny they made yeah. it a lot better that's true yeah <laughs> um oh. I mean, tom, i'm tom hardy interests me uh, i love tom hardy yeah I anything he him. does i'm gonna be i'm gonna i'm gonna go see regardless because i like him and obviously, I will go see a Venom movie. I'm not a huge Venom fan. I don't think he works very well as as the quote Zero. hero. Not yes. at all. Yeah. I agree. And I think this movie's PG-13. Like if you made an R Venom, I'm, I'm in. Like
0: maybe yeah, I'd be killing
1: and eating people. That'd be crazy. Now, See if you okay. made Venom Space Knight, I'd be down.
2: Yes. Maybe Venom. <laughs> can, maybe Venom can be a part of Space Force. <laughs> yeah. Hold on no. a second.
0: Paul, can you make this happen? Hey, yeah. I've already I got my application filled out ready to go as soon as that kicks off. I'm crossing from the Air Force to the Space Force. Well here's the it.
1: thing, I thought the I thought <laughs> the Air Force already had a space command
0: in it. They do. But they want to make it bigger.
2: Yeah, but we have more we currently have morons in charge. Anyway, so <laughs> um yeah, so sorry, not to hijack off of uh, Titans <laughs> screaming and all that stuff, but yeah, I'm worried about Venom. I don't think we'll ever see a jackpot movie, and some people are speculating we might never see those two X Men movies that are shot and in, in the can.
0: I hope not. I haven't seen an X Men movie since pff, I, I can't even remember the last one I saw. Wait. Well, now that the sale has been approved and everything,
2: by all accounts, those movies are bad. Like they did, they're <sighs> supposed to come out this year, they're, and apparently people saw them <laughs> and they test screened terribly. So now, why would Marvel want to release them? They can write them off. Oh. Like you so, um, <clears throat> Fox can write them off in the sale. Just call it a yeah. loss, and they—it's yeah. like the, it's like the movie producers, you know—they mm-hmm. make more on the insurance by not releasing the movie.
1: Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. well, well, what you do, what what these what these studios typically do, is they fold that loss into the next movie. That's why Superman Returns, even though it sold well, it didn't make any money because they couldn't make back the last twenty five right. years of trying to make a Superman movie. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's I what most of us would go to jail for, basically. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, I have no faith that we're going to see those movies anytime soon. No,
0: I have no interest. They just need to start from scratch, is what I'm concerned. Well, why wouldn't you start
1: from scratch at this point? If you yeah. you just oh, got yeah. most of the Marvel Universe back together, besides what Sony now has, why would you want any of the garbage hanging around from when Fox had control of it for 20 years and couldn't do anything but shit the uh-uh. bed?
2: I would like yeah. to see Hugh Jackman though play a play a role in the Marvel universe, whether it's as Wolverine or in some I don't know how. Like I don't I don't know. He could play the owl.
0: Nah. <laughs> He's got that it's a similar record. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I do want to say real quick before we move on to the next story, I'm gonna I'm gonna revisit Teen Titans for a minute. Does anybody else besides me think it's ridiculous that there's some blowback over them hiring a beautiful woman of color instead of a beautiful white woman to play a beautiful orange woman?
2: No, those people are are
1: stupid. I'm starting to think that the old Roman practice of crucifying mouthy nerds should come back. Oh. That was yeah.
2: a thing. Um, you are too into the chariot races. Uh <laughs> you're way too knowledgeable. You are a mouthy nerd of the chariots and uh Christians and the lions and whatnot, so we're won't kill you. Is yeah. that how it
1: used to work? Yeah, that's how it's exactly how it Exactly worked. how it used to work. Yeah. So
0: yeah.
2: no, I that the the footage of her looked terrible on a on a quality level, not on a racial casting level. So yeah. when people go to racial, there's no, you don't, there's no need, you're right. There's no need yeah. to attack it racially unless you're a racist. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't, you could absolutely rightfully attack it for looking like shit part of my French, but not because she's a woman of color and yeah, people suck.
1: Yeah. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> and the fact that they're, they're casting what was an alien woman who's supposed to be orange and they get mad that they hired a, a woman who's of African descent, uh, apparently, Right. just It's just ridiculous, you know. I, I don't know. I just, you know, yeah, fans, I, I, fans I are making right me second. sick these days.
0: Yeah, it is pretty toxic out there. Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm not on Twitter anymore. I I've dumped my Twitter account. Oh, yeah. did you? Yeah, before I left, yeah, like Christmas time. Oh, wow. Well, well no listen, wonder I haven't
1: seen you on there.
2: Twitter's on record this week. They They, they don't kick anyone off for anything, literally on record saying, we know some things can be bigoted, but we're okay with it. That was a tweet that came out today. Is it that yeah, Alex Jones thing? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. In, in response to that. Their, their response included the fact that they understand there are bigoted things out there that don't violate their terms.
1: So, you know, it's a great world we live in. Yeah, yeah but then, you know, can't have thought police out there either. So, I, I never know what side of that. What about out
0: Dream
2: on. Police, though? Oh, I believe in the
1: Dream, Dream Police. Police. <laughs> All right. Next story Patrick Stewart to return to the role of Jean Luc Picard, except now he'll be like 90 and puttering <laughs> around his parents' vineyard in Le Bar, France. That'd be amazing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I hope I look half as good as Patrick Stewart does when I'm 90. Oh, yeah. yeah but
1: go back and watch some <laughs> of the episodes of the show where they artificially aged him. To an age that he's younger than he is now,
0: <laughs> he and looks he looks way worse. yeah, he looks like a prune. <laughs> yeah, he looks fantastic yes. now.
1: So I am a little nervous that they say this will be a Jean Luc Picard we're not familiar with and will be changed by his experiences. Will this be
0: Luke Skywalker of the
1: <laughs> the Luke Skywalker moment of Star Trek? Picard on Octo. Yeah. He
0: was know.
2: he was living with those uh, nuns, those those the little fish nuns, fish, fish bird nuns. nuns. Yeah. Also sucking on the green tea. Yeah. yeah. You know 100%. what I, I want. You know what I want out of it, honestly. I don't want a show with a big crew. Like I like give him because you gotta do go in space, but give him like a shuttlecraft or you know like a like a two man fighter or something like that.
1: Or, well, you know, shouldn't, shouldn't something he like be... that? I
2: don't want a bridge. I don't want. No. I don't want all those trappings. Just give me Picard in his later years on some kind of solo esque adventure.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, He but, should be like an admiral or something at this well, point. Well, shouldn't he be like an
1: ambassador or something <laughs> by God. this age? Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: captain for sure, yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 something like
2: that. I, if it's just more of him on a bridge, uh, that's uh, that's disappointing.
1: Yeah. Now, I don't believe they said if this is going to be a, a yearly series or a, a mini-series or any of what the plans are. I have not been able to find anything that states that.
0: Oh, I don't know. Either. I put this in specifically for you. Yeah, well, that's what I figured. That's <laughs> what I figured, yeah. I see Star Trek. I automatically think of you. So I don't know what the what
1: the, the overall plan is for it. I'm excited. I want to see them do it, because you know what? I, I do like Star Trek oh, yeah. Discovery.
2: Yeah, I like. Discovery's what, been good so far. Yeah.
1: yeah, I do like what they're doing, and I do want to see them be successful and uh, self-sustaining with it. But man, oh man, are we getting gluts of certain things now like there is more star wars out
0: there than i care to watch you know there's just so uh, much of it mm-hmm. i'm not quite i'm not quite ready to say that yet cuz i i mean i'll eat up every star wars they give me how
1: many times did you see solo uh i saw it 3 times okay that's all i saw it i figured you'd have yeah. been 5 at least 5 oh uh, no
0: no i will watch it a couple times and then as soon as it comes out on blu-ray i'll buy it and i just put it on in the house all the time
1: yeah, I mean, right. I've, I've
0: watched Last Jedi probably, like, 20 times now. I <laughs>
1: have noticed I don't watch Force Awakens, like, at all, ever. I do watch, um... <laughs> see, I, Last Jedi. Force Awakens has been on cable recently,
2: and I've been finding myself watching it a lot. Like, whenever I see it on, I throw it on, and I feel good about it.
1: Yeah.
2: Last Jedi, I've rewatched a few times, and I feel the more I watch it, the angrier I get yeah, with I get... it. <laughs> the angrier I get with it. Yeah, I could
0: definitely see that.
2: Yeah, I'm not a a massive Last Jedi fan. Um, Credit where credit's due. I believe it came from our friends over at the Film Threat Podcast. They had a fantastic theory about uh, or uh, thoughts about who the whole Rey parentage thing. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of right in front of us. It's uh, what if she's the daughter of Han Solo and the criminal lady, uh, Khaleesi, from the movie Solo? What if she's her daughter?
1: Well, so Han got young. together with Leia, yep Leah divorced her <laughs> at the same time as he had another child with somebody else that's the same age roughly as his other child well,
2: yeah, maybe I mean that's she, some Han, on her. that's some had Han on stuff her. to do, Yeah. I mean true to character ben
1: was pretty upset
2: <laughs> with his dad, right mhm-, and you know they they've now introduced the woman that
1: the the uh the uh the dice meet, you know that. Does dice mean her? You know, oh God, kind of Joe! Don't don't I continue. Know, know. Don't continue you know to elevate those <laughs> <How>, damn dice. <laughs> but
2: but <laughs> that would explain. That would actually explain why Leia gave her the hug. And I don't think they planned it at the time, but that would explain why Leia knew who this girl was. Oh man! Just saying. I got... I, and I've not heard that that pairing put together before. And they, uh, Chris Gora, buddy, might put it out on his podcast. And it that makes total sense. Yeah, it's a good theory, for sure.
1: Yeah. But, you know you ever notice that everything that neatly puts a bow on something like that makes the Star Wars universe feel much, much tinier.
2: Yeah. Well, that's... look at what look at what Last Jedi did. It just made the Star Wars universe feel like nothing mattered. Well, nothing uh, does I'd matter. Rather, yeah, but I that's not what I want in my Star Wars universe, though. Yeah. I've been like, watching a lot of like the atheist majesty... videos lately. <laughs> The majesty, the majesty of fiction is that you can make things matter and Star Wars things matter. You know, the force, that's the whole concept of the force, It moves through the universe, it binds us, it penetrates us. Things matter. Things resonate when when you get told, oh, your family's a bunch of junkers. They don't mean nothing. You're nothing. You're not important.
1: Then why do I care? So we now know that Joe, Joe Slepsky is a big supporter of space eugenics. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> the solution. Oh, my goodness. Kill all the Jawas. <laughs> Kill
0: <all> the
1: Jawas. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is it
0: Jawas or Jawa? Jawa. Jawa about
2: that. Jawa. 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 That's the plural?
0: It's like deer and moose. Jawa. He's a Jawa. Jawa. Okay,
2: but are
1: they Jawa. Are they Jawas? It was.
2: What is it? Is it? Are is, are they she or he or they? I believe they are they. I believe they're.
0: I believe they're a they.
2: I know that sand people have female and males.
0: That's true. I do.
2: Yeah, and I know that
1: sand gets into everything. It gets <laughs> up your butt crack, and
2: it's all itching and irritating and whatnot. <laughs> hey, speak of, uh, speaking of speaking of Hitler esque rants, are yeah. either you guys either are you guys watching um, sure. this year's preacher? No, I am oh, not. I have it. I have it's it. good. It's good, man. It's yeah, it's crazy good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh god, yeah, much better. They 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 course corrected last year, they course corrected the first season. And then this season, they're really getting into a lot of the comic book stuff. Oh, okay. they they, they, even intru- they introduced John Wayne, they introduced the, the, oh, the nice. F communism lighter. Um you got Jody and T C and Angelville and Grandma and uh like Harris stars making his move, but in there Hitler has escaped hell, and which that's obviously not from the comics, but he's yeah. he's escaped hell. And this week was he was giving a rant. He's 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 got a job, and I want to say this was purposely done this way because remember Hitler was a it was an artist before a painter. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got a job at a subway shop because he's a sandwich artist. <laughs> that's <laughs> hilarious. Yes, and he's and he goes off on on this like you know Hitler esque rant in the in the alley to rally all these other. It was just, it's very funny. But the show's the show's doing well. It's solid. And it's very, oh, they introduced the L'Enfance Le, Le de Sanguine, the Children of the Blood. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's.
0: Oh, dude, I gotta, I, I'm so behind on my television I had to catch up on eight months' worth of comic books. So. Yeah. Let me get back on my, my, my shows.
1: Yeah, I may have to give that one another look. Yeah. No, I, I did watch, uh, finally get around to watching The Man in the High Castle on Amazon, the first two seasons of it. I watched both seasons in three days and then I Eight. accused it, then I accused everybody of being a Nazi spy for about a week. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's strange that you're only about twenty five percent wrong, yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: I know, it's weird. It's weird. It is very mm-hmm. weird. Uh anything else to add about Jean Luc or uh CBS All Access? Make it so number one. that's what it's I thought. Odd. <laughs> All right. So, Paul, let's go to your picks of the week. Every week, Paul picks a comic book that he thought was the number one comic, and then he predicts for the following week what he's looking for the most. So, Paul, what was your pick for this week?
0: Uh, my pick for this week is uh, Sandman Universe, number one, uh, put out by Vertigo Comics. Uh, I'm just happy to have some sand back, Sandman back in my life. That's It was a great first issue uh, because I was thoroughly confused about what the hell was going on by the time I was done reading it. So it's a good mystery and I just like having these characters back into my life. So uh, I'm very much looking forward to the rest of this series. And they're going to have Sandman Dreaming coming out in a couple months. So um, I'm all about Sandman. So it was very, very good. Uh, written by Sy Spurrier and just a bunch of different artists. So it was is, awesome.
2: is Gaiman uh, producing that
0: or overseeing that in any way? I don't think so. Like, his name's on it, but I don't know how much he's actually got to say. I'm sure he's probably, like, doing some story stuff with it, but... It just said, you know, Neil Gaiman on the front, but then you open it and in the credits, his name's nowhere to be seen. Yeah, so. the old, uh, the old uh, bait and switch. Yeah, the old bait and switch, but uh, it was still really good. Um, of course, yeah, I uh, wish Neil size was working on a it. Talent.
2: Size yeah. Years, talent. Yeah, yeah.
0: So uh, I'm digging it so far. It's, it's good. And it's got is, all the all the characters in it.
1: And as far as next week, what are you looking forward to?
0: Uh. Next week, uh, Pearl Number One by DC Comics. So now that we all know Brian Michael Bendis is writing for DC now, uh, and uh, his collaborator from Jessica Jones, Michael Gatos, uh they're getting together and doing an original uh, character, uh, original series. I think it's going to be just a miniseries, but uh, which I like his miniseries better, kind of than his ongoing stuff, personally. So uh, I don't really know anything about this character or what it's about. But, uh just seeing those two people on a book uh, i'm all about it so i'm gonna check it out pearl number yeah. one that. is that is that set in the dc
2: universe or is it it's, it's, its own thing
0: from what i've read it just i think it's in its own thing i don't know if it's set in the dc universe at all i don't see that it's going to have any dc characters it's just okay. a modern day so like
2: like scarlet and uh what was yeah. it, brilliant and all that stuff Okay, mm-hmm. cool yeah Very so cool
0: i think that would be better personally i like it when it kind of just separates it from all the craziness that's going on because then you got to tie it into whatever is going well,
1: on yeah so I, i've really always played. thought too much continuity is not good for storytelling
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know that's one of the things i loved about the mike grell green arrow stuff is that he I just dis- kind of went yeah we'll just cut it off we'll send him to seattle we'll get rid of the boxing glove arrow and we'll just you know start from the ground up
2: you know i just dis- i disagree with everything you just said <laughs> you often you often do joe it's Everything it's, that just came out of the hole in your it's, face. It's the only way people oh, can tell
1: God. us
0: apart. <laughs> Switch side, side of the fence you guys are on. Oh, <laughs> boy. I think, I,
2: continuity, I, mean, I think continuity is what separates uh, the men from the boys. No, comic books from like almost every other storytelling medium, I think. Now, you can be too
1: slavish to it, for sure. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. I don't need the continuity of somebody else's comic book coming in and screwing up what I'm trying to do this week, you know?
0: Yeah. Like, I think DC is better about it than, than Marvel. Marvel's like so tight with their continuity. You'll be reading, like I'll be reading Daredevil and all of a sudden there will just be just random. Like, Oh, this is a freaking civil war tie in. I have nowhere. It has nothing to do with the story that Daredevil's dealing with. But now I got to read this crap because the new events going on this month, you know, well, that drives me crazy.
2: Oh, uh, don't make me put you on my shit list too. Um, <laughs> if, I, if it's I, I, well, natural, let, yeah. Let me, but... let me draw. Let me draw. Uh, draw a distinction between events interrupting storytelling. That's yeah, different. different. I, That's that, my problem. Dad, I agree. That's I'm. I hate that. I totally yeah. agree. Different. But continuity being. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Going way back in the day when uh, let me think. Oh, when Simonson was doing Thor and the Casket of Ancient Winners hit. And so in Avengers, they still were having their adventures, but all of a sudden it was snowing on the ground because there was yes. snow, even though it was summertime, because, there's, you know, yeah. there's, this big thing was released. That's the kind of like day-to-day continuity that I mm. love. I
1: think. But, that... but, Joe, keep in mind, I did say too much continuity.
2: Right, right. Yeah. Okay. 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 Where, words in, matter. Words matter.
1: You're assuming facts, not in evidence, sir.
2: <laughs> Got it. Fair enough. Fair
0: enough. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you 100%, Joe. That's
1: yeah I, I do like things, I do like things to be consistent, but I don't like things to be slavishly tied down and held yeah. in place, you know yeah.
0: I enjoy my self-contained stories every once in a while. yeah, and I think
1: it takes I mean, this is going to be a, a I'm walking through a minefield of dog shit and explosive mines <laughs> saying this, but it takes a lot of terseness and skill to tell a short story. And not to suddenly launch into a 20,000-page magnum opus epic that took you 10,000 years to write. Yes. Um, there is an art and a style and a lot of skill that goes into the terseness. And, you know, to fit a story into a one twenty two page comic is amazing. Great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I like that people have the freedom to do that. I, but I do. I do like having nods to other stuff in different books. But when it becomes so oppressive that you can't, you know, like, well, can we do this? Or, you know, look at look at the Justice League in the 80s. You can have the Justice League, but you can't have any of the characters that are in the Justice League, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's just like when it becomes, like, too over the top. Now, of course, that led to us having the best Justice League, but, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. You're, talking, you're yeah. talking about Giffen, Demand. Yes. Yeah. Yes, of, yeah. Course. Of, course. Any, of course. Of yes.
2: course. I mean, is there anything better? Yeah. There really isn't. There, there really is, is not.
1: Um, All right, guys. So, Joe, the next segment is yours. What's the last thing you read, Joe?
2: I am currently reading the Matt Fraction Salvador La Roca Iron Man run from 2008. And it is delightful. It is. I've I've collected the single issues over the years and waited until I kind of amassed all of them to dig in and read it. And it's pretty great. And I never knew that so much of Iron Man 3, which I did enjoy. I know a lot of people pan, pan it. Is taken directly, literally from this comic book. Like it's all the pl- almost all the plot points of Iron Man three, except for the for the fake Mandarin part, are taken from this these this Matt Fraction run. It's great. It's a really good read. And set, frankly, uh, it ties in with Dark Reign where Norman Osborn took control of Shield and stuff. And I'm not even getting on any kind of high horse here. There is <sighs> there are literally panels of Norman Osborn doing things that we have seen in real life happening. (laughs) And I am not exaggerating, guys. There was a whole two-page spread where Tony was explaining how the Norman thing was going to go bad, and I'm like, that is what's happening in real life, like right now. And it's crazily prescient. So I think Matt Fraction's a time traveler.
1: Could very well be. Of course, a lot lot of what you're talking about also happened in Babylon 5. Oh, see, I've never seen Babylon Oh, you should... It's on Amazon. I want you to realize if you try it, season one is a slog, and season five you have to get to the last five episodes for it to get good. But seasons two through four are outstanding, except for a handful of shitty episodes here and there. Okay, very cool. Very yeah. cool. Mm-hmm.
2: It's, it's on my it's on my list. But yeah, the Matt Fraction Iron Man run for two thousand eight is really good. Larocca's yeah, art good. is great. It was he was just getting into his like current kind of really CG. Like, really Photoshop style, which he uses to great effect in the Star Wars books. So there's some rough patches in this, like, this growing pattern. Because I loved LaRocca's art when it was just entirely hand-drawn.
0: Nah, it's so much better than... Yeah, than, like... It, he he traveled back. I don't know if you noticed, like, probably the last, oh, maybe five issues of Star Wars, he went back from that complete Photoshop, yes. like faces on all the characters. Cause I could not, it, it totally took me out of the story, but now yeah, I've noticed like someone, he got the the message from somebody.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He started drama again. Yeah, he is. He's finding a good spot in the star Wars yeah, stuff. Yes. But, the, but this Iron Man stuff was when he first started doing mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. there's, there's definitely some rough, <laughs> rough places. Like there's some faces that look so bad. <laughs> and you're like, Oh God, Salvador, Cause he's a really good artist. And then he obviously was using, um, What's his face from Lost, Sawyer from Lost as Uh the act as the actor to portray Tony Stark and it is crazily (laughs) read so readily apparent in so many panels.
1: Who is that guy that got his tit and a ringer over that something like that? Was it Greg Land? Well Greg Land Well they suddenly realized he was tracing everything out of porn mags and
2: yeah, Yeah, he's notorious for it for sure. Yeah, he still does. Like his it's all glamour shot kind of models.
1: For sure. Uh, that's too much. I mean, look, here's the thing. We're, we're in an age where technology has been used to color comics for years. Yeah. People have been inking with uh, uh, computers for, what, 15 or 20 years now at least. Yep. So, I mean, there's got to be experimentation with different... I, I've seen some I'm of the paintings. Yeah, I see some yeah. of the paintings people get out of Photoshop now, and I'm stunned by them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, I'm glad to see people are still experimenting instead of just... Hey, this is how we did it in Marvel in sixty eight and I'm gonna keep right. doing it that way. Oh,
2: I, I, I completely agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Like look at uh do you guys remember Batman Digital Justice? Yes. Yes. If you've ever mm-hmm. gone back and looked at that, it is so terrible. <laughs> but but that was the first big high profile digitally drawn comic book. You know,
1: so you gotta mm-hmm. start some gotta start somewhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm you know, I'm a dabbler in uh three D and digital stuff as well. Uh, my son is a painter in real-life paints and also digitally, and he just puts out some amazing stuff. And, you know, I'm sure here pretty soon they're going to come up with an AI who can illustrate comic books, and nobody will have yeah. a job anyway, so it doesn't matter. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way All to break right. down the room, Jenny. Yeah, that's that's kind of <laughs> what I do now. <laughs> that's kind of my thing now. It's like we were watching, like, um do oh, was it a, a band or something the other night on tv and they were really amazing and uh my wife looks at me and she says they're really good right and i said yeah but one day they'll grow old and die so it doesn't matter <laughs> jesus then i said i'm gonna go outside and Sorry. drink a beer and smoke a cigarette <laughs> <now."> <laughs> oh. yeah it's well, um, on, that, been... on
2: that note yeah
1: yeah certainly um, man yeah I've been staring into the abyss an awful lot here, guys. Yeah.
2: That's, why, that's why Geekish Cast had to come back together, to rescue, pull you yeah. back, you and all the listeners, back from the abyss. Yeah,
1: good. yeah. Good to be back, guys. It, it is. I'm enjoying this. Let's cover this last topic real quick. And, uh, guys, uh, you know, listeners, thank you for uh, coming back and checking us out again. We'll get these kinks ironed out and get back to our former glory soon. So just stick with us. Joe will make it worth your while. Sure. Yeah, yeah that's true. Sorry about that. I always, Joe. I always uh... No,
2: I always do, man. I deliver. I deliver.
1: <laughs> Every time. Mail-
2: That's why my my nickname is Malone, I'm the mailman. I was deliver.
1: <laughs> oh, is that what that was? sure. I thought it was an obscure oh, Batman sure, reference.
2: It is <laughs> an, it is an obscure Smoking the Bandit reference in Burt Reynolds. Um speaking of mailmen, real quick, I have been geeking out. I've been uh binging the TV show Cheers. Yeah. And I'm just going to th- put this out there to the universe. There's nothing better. Thank you.
1: Good sure night. Did you know that they have a Cheers line in the Mego retro figures? No. They oh, do. Joe. Hold on. They do? I f- yes, you. Uh-huh. Well, hold on. I'm going on. To right now. Yeah. <laughs> I need you. i got to find this picture real quick. Uh, are you logged into Facebook right now? Yes. Okay. Let me forward this to you. He does have a little beer in his hand. Oh, my God. Both of you should be receiving this post-post-haste.
2: Oh, yes. Oh, my that's God. That's amazing. amazing.
1: Yeah. What's shaking, Mr. Peterson?
2: <laughs> uh, t- uh, four cheeks and my chin. <laughs> hey, can I draw you a beer, Norm? Nah, I don't need a picture. I know what it looks like. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh, shit, that's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love Norm. Oh man, you know what? I'm not even going to edit this one. I'm just going to put a, an adult language tag <laughs> on it. <laughs> yeah. I've gotten I've gotten pretty lazy about editing now because of the other show I'm doing.
2: Yeah.
1: Where Bobby cusses so much. <laughs> oh yeah, For wrestling fans, please check out Bell to Bell with Bobby Blaze, the other show I host and produce now.
2: It's a great um, podcast. Great yes. podcast.
1: Yeah, thank Check you, thank you. Um I've gotten the first time we recorded I realized he cusses so much that I'm just gonna I'm just gonna <laughs> swing with it. I'm not even gonna try to catch yeah. him. Oh and, for sure. Yeah. And now I've noticed that my language when we're in there, I'm just I'm like just fouling up the joint. <laughs> so I've gotten <laughs> real lazy about cussing when I'm recording, unfortunately. Oh, alright guys. So let's let's wrap up this last topic here because uh Big Brother twenty is about to start and I got something to watch. So right. um <laughs> yeah, that's what my life is now. That's what I'm doing. Um weekly topic. This week we are talking about Star Trek Episode 9. Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill have scenes that will be in this movie uh new scenes that will be in this movie also they're saying it will have the longest running time of any star wars movie which i can't tell you how excited i am to have a three and a half hour movie (laughs) to sit through now
0: (laughs) (laughs) i heard a rumor they might even break it up to two parts oh my god let's Harry potter fight the whole thing yeah Oh, I hope not. don't draw this out any longer than it needs to be.
1: A a trilogy in in three
0: parts. (laughs)
1: Every part of our trilogy is a two-part movie.
0: Yeah. So this kind of answers our question a little bit about what we're going to do with Carrie Fisher. We talked about recasting her. We talked about CGI. And JJ's like, we're not doing any of that crap. Cutting together old footage.
1: Yeah. Well, it back. the, it's the great. first Love it. the the first guy they had, he said they weren't going to have her at all and then he quit or was fired, I don't remember which, which yeah. happens to everybody that gets a Star Wars movie, so young directors keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, yeah, so JJ, who I'm sure the opening scroll for this movie is going to be, it was all a dream. dream
0: it was all a dream.
1: <laughs> the the Knights of Ren have rebuilt Star Killer Base. <laughs> and who knows what it's gonna be? Yeah, like. but yeah. So they're gonna recut her scenes. No, good. I'm. I, I hope they yes. do something good with it. I think it's appropriate. Um, mm-hmm. you know, while I would be okay with some manner of recasting, Joe, I think you said it before though, just be too distracting and and yeah, un, yeah.
2: I don't. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be down with a recast at this stage in the game. Um, mm-hmm. I love that they they found enough footage to kind of send her off. I would be fine with like a digital. Duke for you know, like, in order to get that character to do something, whether it's pass away or you uh-huh. know, or or she's finally just like, all right, you know what? I've been fighting this fight for. 50 I'm out of here. Yeah. I'm done. I'm gonna go to Dagobah and live in a hut. Like if she did something like that, I, I yeah, I don't need to see you know whoever Meryl Streep come in and play her. I, that would just I'm not interested now. Yeah, no, not interested. So
1: yeah, now see, I was okay with Kate Mulgrew, but only because it'd have mm. a certain a, a certain panache if they went that direction you know
0: no, no yeah i'm I'm super well i mean obviously I, don't, I haven't seen the outcome yet but i'm excited about the possibilities of actually seeing her in the last movie and actually seeing carrie fisher in the last movie yeah you know, you know something else it,
1: as far as like digitally reproducing i still get the heebie-jeebies when i watch rogue one with all those scenes with um Graham off Tarkin and Leah. I just, it, it's too weird. It's too much like watching somebody with a, uh, a corpse on a set of strings. <laughs> I just, I don't <laughs> like those scenes. They, they give me the, they just give me the willies.
0: That don't bother me. I've seen it so many times. I'm so used to it now. Yeah.
1: yeah. I guess maybe I watch too many horror films.
0: There's no such thing as too many horror
1: films. That's what I thought. Hey? Yeah, unless, unless you watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre too, then you've watched one too many. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Now so, we all we all suspected that Mark Hamill would have to come back in the next movie, so I wasn't too shocked by that news.
0: I wasn't yeah. shocked, but I was just glad to hear like it's, it's yeah. cause you, you know he didn't know if he was going to really return or not. But I'm just kind of curious in what capacity he's going to be showing up in. Like, yeah. is he going to be in Force Ghost? Is it going to be flashbacks? Eh, Her, Star
1: Wars doesn't use a whole lot. I mean, this series has yeah.
0: they don't do they don't typically do
1: them um my guess is force ghost but uh, paul you could be onto something there too there could be some piece of information we don't have that they need to revisit
0: i mean uh, i was listening to another podcast uh, rebel force radio in fact and uh, a listener called in and they thought of they said it, it made an interesting idea that i was like man would i would i like this or would i not like this so as as the movies have gone on the progression of the force ghost has become more like more and more physical it started out like with very very blurry so like okay you see Yoda now you see the Yoda, all of Yoda then you see Yoda sitting on a log and then this one now Yoda's like hitting with a stick and actually like uh you know affecting the like pulling mm-hmm. lightning out of the air yeah, you know, right the right. physical world it's like are we to the point where the four you know you can learn to like resurrection like, mm-hmm. will Mark Hamill be resurrected with the Force? Like, is that as it progressed to that point?
2: Yeah. What if that's the I could? I, I'll become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. Yeah. What if That he's the fulfillment of Ben's prediction.
0: You know, and and Darth Sidious said, you know, his master figured out a way to cheat death. You know, has Mark Hamill figured this? Luke Skywalker figured this out? Possibly. You
1: know? That'd be amazing. Um, we know, I, it exists. I, I sure wish they had managed to get. um oh, Qui-Gon, to come back in the two uh, prequel sequels yeah, Mm -hmm. and and start the idea of the Force Ghost instead of them just kind of hinting around the edge of it. Right. Um, You know, I know they had scenes written where he was actually going to interact with Obi-Wan. I wish they had had time to do that because we'd actually see a full progression then because before Qui-Gon, it wasn't possible. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And then after Qui-Gon, you know, he could teach it even though he was... uh, an ex-Jedi at that point? Would that be proper terminology for a dead Jedi? I don't
0: know.
1: A post-mortem? A it's post-Jedi? Like, a mur-
0: like Marines, you know.
1: Once a Marine, always a Marine. That's true, yeah. <laughs> That's how you can always tell if somebody's lying about being a Marine. If they tell you, I'm a former Marine, then you're just like, no. no, nope.
0: <laughs> No Marine ever would say that. Always a Jedi. No, but I, I, I don't know. I would just love to have him come back and actually, like... Kind of fulfill all that nerd fantasy that we wanted to see in Jedi, and then.
1: Well, they got to do something because they're saying this is it for the Skywalker saga.
0: Yeah, this is saying they want to wrap up the Skywalker saga, so um, I think they're going to pull out all the stops.
2: Good, and they show. should, and that's why that's one of the things why I Last Jedi in retrospect pissed me off so much because mm-hmm. it is still the Skywalker saga, guys. Let's not forget that. Yeah, like yes. you're in the middle of it. Let's they're not just say. Oh, you got nothing to do with it. Right, let's move on. No, it's no, not. It's not well, done. Yeah, because if she's not in any way, shape, or form related, but Kylo
1: Ren is.
2: Sure, but he's not the star. Of, he's not. It's not his story. Well, you, know? you say I mean that. It is. It is It is. It is. But it is. It isn't. It isn't. It is in the way that retroactively, Lucas was like, "Oh, Star Wars was always about Anakin Skywalker," even though he's the antagonist throughout the first three movies. He cared about Luke. Oh, but yeah. it's really about Anakin, you well, know. So, you know, um, George, yeah.
1: Lucas, <laughs> yeah. George Lucas edits his movies and his statements and thoughts <laughs> accordingly. <laughs> you know, it's like, it, well, Mark Harry. Hamill will tell you that he was pitched, you know, 7, 8, and 9 in 1978. You know, I like yeah. told mm-hmm. what it would be like. Right, but right. we know that there was almost not going to be one. Hell, there was almost not a 1, 2, yep. and 3, yep. you know. And if you go back and you watch I found a great uh, movie or movie. I found a great YouTube thing today about how Star Wars was saved in editing from being a terrible movie and they actually go through and show you the original order and the fact that the Death Star was not firing at the rebel base when when they blew it up. And they added that in later cuz they realized, "Oh god, our good guys look like a bunch of murderers now." <laughs> There's a lot of George Lucas Requires and relies on editing, yeah, to sure. bring out all of his. All filmmakers do, but he does it even to the point where, like, you know, okay, I, the adventures of Luke Skywalker, but now that I've come up with the idea that Darth Vader was his father, and I can go back and tell these stories, it's always Darth Vader's story, right. the whole thing beginning right, then, right, right, yeah, right. and for him, it's partially true because that was always kind of part of the story,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Yeah, also they hired Carrie Russell. Oh, Carrie Russell.
0: <laughs> be still my little heart. <laughs> yeah, it would be interesting who these new characters are gonna be. Richard Grant, Naomi Yaki. All right, so there's what, three new cast members? Well, and Billy D. Billy D. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Billy
1: D. Strap yourself in, baby.
0: I can't wait to see him. He's probably gonna be hanging out with Moz.
1: Oh, I would figure, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, that that seems like the right, the right, you know, get down yeah. for for Lando you know, at <laughs> this point in his life. They're gonna catch him with his dick and an exhaust port in the fountain. <laughs> well, now that we now that we right? understand how exactly. Lando rolls, yeah, 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 he doesn't discriminate, you know? Nope. A- no, aliens, robots, it's, you know. Yeah, he's he's as long as it's alive and a of consenting <laughs> age, <laughs> he'll put the Colt forty five to it. <laughs> Or whatever uh, so, their equivalent in the Star blue, the blue beer of malt liquorness, or whatever they drink there. Yeah, back back to forty five. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. But so when right. you absolutely have to get off that bantha, get <laughs> yeah. there
0: you go.
1: That's good stuff. All right, anything else to add to Star Wars, there, fellas?
0: Yeah, I, I get us on a tangent. I'll talk about it all day.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, I, I didn't set a timer. But I, I kind of thought about it. I'm onto the 45-minute kick now. Um, but you know, I figured we hadn't talked in a while, so we bullshit a little extra. It don't matter.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. All right. Well, Paul, thank you for chiming back in. Will you be back next week, or are you off to Madagascar or something?
0: No, I, I'm I'm here. I'm here. I'm not gonna fly anywhere. I can't go anywhere. I uh, I they found out I your... oh. a, no. I have a torn a torn disc and a bulge disc in my back. So oh no. Uh, so I gotta. That Take is not it good. easy.
1: That's not good.
0: <laughs> no. Joe, will
2: you be able to join us next week? <laughs> you betcha. Oh, awesome. no, wait, oh, no. I don't think so. Because guess what, everybody? Uh, guess who my... is uh guess who is apparently going to be featured heavily in the next gamefly commercial. Uh um, out. Yeah, this guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna he... say Steve Goodwin. You were in suspense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, we're shooting a we're shooting a new Gamefly commercial, and I'm I'm playing a character in it.
1: Is that, uh, next, is that next Thursday? Or yeah, is all... we,
2: are, you know, we are shooting it next uh, Wednesday and Thursday, so I have a feeling I won't be available.
1: Oh, well, let's move it to the weekend. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Very we'll excited to see that. We'll just put a Saturday yeah. or Sunday
2: I was, on next week. Te- I was technically in the current one that's airing, but they cut me out, so you only see my feet. Uh, you, occasionally, <laughs> you occasionally see my feet on a couch. I was dressed as a cowboy.
1: I've seen you. Yeah. It must have been uh-huh. in the unedited because I've seen you uh, done up as a cowboy in one. Yeah, of their, I that, Yeah, I share,
2: that, well, I share that on Facebook, so you've seen that on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but this is. Um, yeah, this is. Uh, I've seen the the seen the the storyboards, and their plan is for me to be in pretty much every shot or almost every shot. So nice. well, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. Are you a cowboy again? I
1: cannot say. It just says handsome ginger bald man. Okay. Yep. Cannot, <laughs> say. cannot say. Cannot say. Yeah, that's it all right
2: a ginger <laughs> a bloody ginger boy you said that and rebecca's loins just quaked she loves her some gingers Whoa, boy. oh
1: god oh, yeah. that's good stuff all right well everybody thank you for tuning back in please remember to go check out joe on joe where can they find that joe
2: Anywhere you get your podcast, man, the Joe and Joe podcast, we're going strong, going on two and a half years now, and we got a Patreon now, and shows shows self financed. It's a whole thing since you left, Paul. We've all grown up. I know, I yeah, know, yeah. it's awesome.
1: Yeah, and again, if you're a wrestling fan, also go check out Bell to Bell with Bobby Blaze. You can find that anywhere you can get your podcast. Uh, Paul, welcome back. I'm glad to see you. You've been gone far, far too long. Yes. Good to be back. I missed you guys. For yeah, sure. Sorry to hear you did something to your dick that made you come back or whatever. All right, <laughs> right. So ruptured a disc in your dick. You ruptured your dick yeah. or something? Is you that know what I heard? Yeah. You ruptured your dick? Yeah, yeah. this is getting uh, immature, yeah, right. <laughs> a mature morning.
0: Yeah. Forgotten country,
1: all right? That's well, yeah. since we're not mature, can we go back and put some more swear words in the rest of the conversation? <laughs> uh, you know, we'll do that next time. We'll, we'll save it for the next episode. Give them something to come back for. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Thank you for joining us. Bye bye everybody.